Certainly a long gospel, right? It's a lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to try to keep my remarks short as well, um, for this one as well. But um, I always thought uh, the Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday, the Passion of the Lord, it's a long reading. And I don't know about you, but my feet started to hurt a little bit. You know, started to get a little bit tired of standing, right? Just kind of a little bit long. Right? It's amazing that that happens for just that little bit, and we kind of get bored and content, but yet we're reading about our Lord's passion, that right? he suffered and died for us. And so the little bit that we do, we do out of, we should do out of love for him. That as we were listening to the reading, why do we do it? Well, not just because we have the peer pressure of those around us, right? Uh, For good and for bad, a lot of us don't have the peer pressure of culture and society as a whole kind of getting us here. Uh, Maybe our parents made us come here, right? Okay. But hopefully, we want this to be a place where we grow in greater love for Jesus. And how we do that is by making acts of charity and acts of faith. And one of those is just by coming to Mass, by continuing to, in the midst of distractions, in the midst of everything else, to continue to refocus ourselves. Beautifully today, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the last lines that, again, to be noted is that the centurion who witnessed what had happened glorified God and said this man was innocent beyond doubt. Um, We see that multiple times centurions are three different times in Scripture that centurions are spoken of uh, well. And I think um, I see that there is a connection with the military and also I believe in desiring something more. We're all connected with the military in some way and desire to give our lives to something more. Um, I think that there's no greater place, you know, that doesn't fail or, or fail at a certain point than obviously God, giving our life to God. In what ways? Well, in what ways that he wants, right? Right? We, even if at times we're beasts of burden. Why? Because the Lord has need of it. <laughs> Not because we're the best, right? He doesn't call all the most talented uh, priests to be priests, right? Um, He doesn't call all the perfect singers to be singers, although we've got some pretty awesome singers, right? Uh, He doesn't call all the best teachers at times. He calls them those who he needs, and he makes and he gives grace to those who he needs, right? It's also the same thing of coming here, right? And interceding for people. Maybe you're not the best prayer or you feel like your intercession, your prayer for people isn't good enough. Well, it doesn't matter. The Lord has need of it, right? He needs, he wants you to be here. He wants you to intercede for you. He wants you to be here with him, right? And we're grateful that the Lord offers many, many opportunities because uh, the ones who were closest to him and who knew them the best ran away when temptation came, right? When struggle came. 
And we realize that at certain times in our life, we do the same as well, right? We allow the burden of work, the burden of maybe um, other people's care, our prestige, to weigh into what we do or choose to do or how we say things or maybe what we say, whether we join in gossip, whether we join in uh, other joking or other things or whether we speak about our faith, right? Um, We at times run away. And I'll be honest as well. I do as well, right? Um, But ultimately we're grateful for the Lord because he equips us because he needs us, right? And he calls back Peter, and he gives him the Holy Spirit, and Peter, even towards the end of his life, still ran away. Still ran away. There's a beautiful story of him walking out of the running away from Rome because there was a persecution happening, and he meets Jesus walking the other way. And he asks Jesus, where are you going? And he says, well, um, if you're not going to go die for me, then I'm going to go die in your place. And Peter turns around and is martyred, right? Finally gives the strength to lay down his life for Jesus. We ourselves here, as we come here to Mass, we desire again to lay down our life out of love for Jesus. We stand at the foot of the cross and we realize that sometimes we can't do anything, right? Those women, the only reason why we, well, uh, there was one man who who we account, one of the disciples, John, who was at the foot of the cross. But otherwise, all the other disciples ran away, right? One betrayed him. One said that he didn't know who he was. One stuck around, and the other nine, we we don't know. They just ran away. But we have this account probably because of John, but also because of the women, and because of Luke, is especially kind of connected with Mary. And so Mary was there, right? When he's your son. She couldn't do anything about it, right? Thinking about, again, the misery of the world and so many different things going on in our life and we can't do anything about it. So what do we do? Well, we go to the foot of the cross, right? We do what we can. We're there with people. We go to Jesus and we stick with him, right? Stick with him even in the midst when he's in the tomb. We stick with him and we go to the foot of the cross, Now, beautifully, one of the things uh, that I learned about kind of, again, the connection with Ad Orientum, uh, I learned just this past week, was if you think about it, he was, the gate that he was crucified out of, um, they would have crucified him just outside the gate to basically be uh, a, a deterrent to other people, right? So that's what the Romans did. They crucified him, right? He was if he was setting a revolt or other capital combines, he put, they put his charge at the top, basically say, hey, don't be a thief, right? Don't try to revolt. And they would place that crucifix so that people, as they were coming into the city, would see that. And so he, Jesus, was crucified facing away from Jerusalem. Out of that cross, that would have been facing to the west. He would have been facing to the west. And all of the women and St. John, the evangelist, our mother Mary, would have been standing there at the feet of Jesus, facing east, towards Jesus, towards the city of Jerusalem. Um, throughout this Lenten time, and we're going to go back to versus Populum, but uh, we've been celebrating Mass ad orientum, towards the east, uh, together in that, reaching out towards the setting sun. Well, it has greater significance even at the foot of the cross today, because we remember 
being at the feet, at the foot of the cross, just loving Jesus, even though that we're imperfect, even though that sometimes we can't fix everything in the world, but yet we cling to him. We come to him in the midst of it. Two other just uh, little things for you to notice. If you notice, I was wearing red today. Red is for the color. Uh, it's used for two different instances. For the Holy Spirit, which we kind of see up there, right? The Holy Spirit and kind of fire. But also for the blood of martyrs. And specifically, the only two times that we use it on Sunday. Well, okay, three times. Uh, sorry. Uh, for... Uh, well, actually, Sundays, yeah. No, it's the only two Sunday, uh, only one. This is the only Sunday. Sorry, I've got to figure this out. The only Sunday out of the entire year that it's used with on a normal basis is this Sunday because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We'll see it on Good Friday as well. Uh, we'll also see it on certain chrism mass or uh, confirmation masses and stuff. But the, this is the only Sunday that we use red for the blood of Jesus. The other thing that I'll mention is at the top of crucifixes, which you can't see right now, it often says I-N-R-I. And a lot of the times we're like, well, what does that mean? Well, what it means, it's the Latin phrase, it's the abbreviation for what we heard today. His accusation, why he was crucified, although it was a prophecy as well. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Now, in the Latin language, at that time, there wasn't a J, so it was an I. Jesus, I, of Nazareth, and King, Rex, think of T-Rex, right? Rex, King of the Jews, J and I, I-N-R-I, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. And so that's another thing for us to be able to recognize and just see. It's, it's one of the things that we see all over the place as Catholics. But a lot of times we don't recognize, right? So uh, again, those are just simple things that we can see to continue to be at the feet of Jesus, continue to bring our love and acts of faith to him.